The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. And welcome to First. My name's Jane Yee, and each week I'll be talking to a different guest about some of their firsts. We've got comedians, politicians, musicians, actors, and more. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. This week I'm talking to musician Chelsea Jade. Tell me, Chelsea, about your first rock quest. My first and only rock quest was, um, man, it's almost like. I have I only remember the internalized feelings. I don't remember the actual experience, but just um, pure shame <laughs> of just not about participating in Rock Quest, but just about my performance. I remember lying in the backseat of my parents' car on the way back from the the national finals, just like never wanting to be seen ever again. At some point, you made a decision to carry on with music. So what, what's your first memory of making that decision to make music a career? Mm. Um, I think I, I was in art school and I was also externally in a band and the other members of the band were experiencing a musical outlet at music school and I was trying to contain my misery at art school. <laughs> And um, I decided to drop out uh, when I met a person called Justin Pilbrow, who basically colluded with me to skip town and go to New York to make songs in the same manner that I was making art, but but combining the two worlds. So Justin Pilbrow was my Venn diagram crossover in art of art and music. What was the first thing you did when you got to New York? Um, The first thing I did, I was sent by Justin to buy a handheld recorder because he was adamant that um, I had to collect my own samples to make our songs, So, which I think is a really good parameter when you're um, trying to develop a palette. And so I was sent to get this tape, this recorder and then I was sent around the city to, to collect noise. And what's the first gig you played? Um, I guess, like, I would consider my first gig when my dad got my brother and I a combined Christmas present of a guitar and an amp. And I would take the amp and connect it to a microphone in my room and sing over the top of songs I liked. But I think it was a le- my dad was trying to teach me a lesson of, of um, 
know what's audible from you to adjust accordingly. <laughs> and that's how I think that's how I learned um, tonality. What can you tell me about the first music video you made? I think it was for a song called Under and um, it involved my friend on a skateboard riding in tandem with me on a bicycle down a hill quite unsafely. So it looked like we had some kind of much more, uh, a much more um, advanced system of filming than we did. That's what I remember about it. And that, that theme of a lack of personal safety has continued thereafter. <laughs> I've gripped a block of ice in the freezing cold for an entire day. Uh, I've been on stilts, which I don't know how to do. I've had a high-powered fan blown into my face for a long time. Um, what else have I done in the name of art? Hmm. That's quite a lot of things. <laughs> um, what's the first thing you remember getting into trouble for? Oh, yeah. Um, did you ever, like, put your finger through a flame, like a candle flame? Yeah, I used to do that. And then um, at one point I couldn't feel my finger anymore. And I, my first thought was my mom is going to be so mad that I've burned my finger off. And it turned out it was just covered in wax, and so I couldn't feel it anymore. I remember that was the first time I really felt like I was in trouble. Uh, who was your first celebrity crush? Ooh, Elvis. I had seen him in a movie and held on to the visual. I think he was like a race car driver or something. Somebody fact check, I don't know. <laughs> What's the first song you knew all the words to? I was very fastidious about writing lyrics down. So, like, maybe the one I can remember writing down was Mandy Moore's Candy. What was your first hobby? Painting porcelain dolls. <laughs> yeah, I used to go into this woman's basement twice a week and she had this little workshop <laughs> and you used to just like hand paint porcelain and, and then you'd make these clothes for it and stuff. Like, you'd ma And then you'd end up with like one of those creepy porcelain dolls. <laughs> How does one get into painting porcelain dolls? Oh, man. I think that I had a porcelain doll as an heirloom or something, and that was kind of like the cornerstone of um, something that meant something to me. So that, And then when we found out <laughs> you could do it, <laughs> it is so insane. <laughs> like just send this kid into someone's basement to paint some... Anyway, yeah. Was it popular amongst your friend group? <laughs> You mean my porcelain doll collection or, <laughs> or real friends? I'm not sure if there was a... <laughs> Sorry. Tell me about your first pet. Um, my cat was called Misty. This is funny because I just do not fancy myself a cat person. I kind of like rue the cliche of women having to, to gain cats to account for their like whatever singledom. I don't know. Um, but yes, adored this cat, slept on my bed every night, was extremely heartbroken when he died in high school, but I had him all through like for 10 years or something. What was the first uh, social media platform you were active on? Mm, um, definitely MySpace. It had the uh, trait of being highly malleable. And that's how I learned to code, actually. That's probably how a lot of 
young millennial women learn to code, I'd say. You still coding? I could still probably code a little bit. Do you need something coded? <laughs> <laughs> What's your schedule like? <laughs> probably. Oh, I got, got heaps on. Um, tell me about your first album. My first album is, is called Personal Best. It's funny when you say first and then you still speak of it as it's as in it's in the present because I think I'm really proud of it and I feel like my pride endures. I don't think about it as something I'm ashamed of, which I think is probably quite rare, but I think it's something that um, has come with taking my time to make it. It's it's a pop record that reflects my first um, year in Los Angeles. So it's got kind of like this sheen I never thought was possible, but still um, quite glib in its lyrical context, quite wry, which I um, am proud of. What's the first big thing that you saved up for? Oh, trips to New York, definitely. Anytime I got any money, that's what I would do. I had a really, had a real affinity for that city, and I really acted on that affinity. <laughs> What's the first video game you ever played? Oh, Pokemon, Pokemon Red. It was a, a Game Boy game, and I remember actually like this is the first. This is like a really terrible memory of mistreating a friend that I had that I learned from, where I was on a level and she had come over to hang out with me, and she was trying to talk to me, and I was like you're messing up my game or something like 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 physically ripping myself away to like keep doing the game and that's when I knew like I can't do video games it's not it's not good <laughs> um did you have a favorite pokemon um my favorite pokemon is ditto the one that can change into anything why did you relate to ditto i think like uh it just seems like a superpower to be able to relate to anyone You've been listening to First, brought to you by the Spin-Off Podcast Network and Hexwork Productions. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you get new episodes as soon as they're released. And if you'd like to watch the video series of First, visit the Spin-Off TV on YouTube. First was made with the support of New Zealand On Air. Talo for lover. I'm Madeline Chapman, editor at The Spin-Off. If you have the means, consider supporting our high-quality journalism by becoming a Spinoff member. Sign up now at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. Is it mad that the world burning is not in our, like, top three concerns? You thought bad news was done, but I'm back with more. And Alice Sneddon's Bad News Saves the World. I finally address the climate crisis and explore why no one cares. Watch it on thespinoff.co.nz. I can see the anxiety starting to emit from you. The Spinoff Podcast Network.